0: You're listening to 4Fanboys, I'm Nick, I'm Josh, I'm Kyle, and I'm Zach. Okay, so today, what are we talking
1: about, Nick?
2: Uh, We are in fact talking about... That's not Nick, but okay. uh, Basically, mostly DC stuff. By mostly, I mean completely.
0: And And by completely, I mean everything going on with the merger sounds like a pretty great place to start.
2: Yes. I'm just going to say, they're doing a lot of weird choices, like...
1: They're canceling, like, a, not just canceling shows, but, like, erasing them from existence. Like, you can no longer stream them, you can no longer buy them physically, and you can no longer, like, watch them anymore.
2: Yeah, like, Affinity Train, this one, like, kind of popular cartoon, <clears throat> uh, It you can't watch the promos on YouTube, you can't buy it digitally, like Kyle was saying, like, it's just gone. And they're not paying reparations to any person worked on it anymore. Just like never happened.
1: The creator of uh, Uncle Grandpa made a drawing of the character called Uncle Grandpa uh, putting a gun to his mouth in response.
0: Mm. Yeah, kind that's of dark. dark. Yeah, like uh, guys, now we can get Walter White in a Batman comic.
2: Oh yeah, That'll...
0: So it's all worth it.
2: Yeah. Uh, also, uh, apparently, some animators who made episodes over the pandemic and they didn't premiere yet. Yeah, they're never gonna premiere. So all that work and all that stuff, like, yeah, at least during the pandemic I still have a job. Nope, no you don't. It was all for
0: nothing. Yeah, they have a lot of projects that are like just kinda being put on the cutting board after they were done. Like Batgirl. Especially Batgirl.
1: <laughs> but not The Flash, no.
0: I really don't get it.
1: That must be one really good movie.
0: Yeah. I mean Batgirl had Michael Keaton, Batgirl had Brendan Fraser. Batgirl was about Batgirl, one of the and coolest DC characters. Batman. Yeah.
2: And Batgirl didn't mug or assault anybody. Or got drunk and got in a fight, as far as we know. But. M- maybe. Uh, the Flash movie, they're gonna. All those uh, crimes were planned, and they're gonna be like, that was actually Reverse Flash framing Barry. Yes. That'd be some really,
0: really weird marketing.
1: Yes. But maybe everyone was in on it, including the police
0: and the victims and the whole state of Hawaii yes and the whole state of Hawaii uh
2: yeah and uh, also like apparently like the Supergirl movie apparently it was making one it was cancelled too
1: what a Supergirl movie yeah oh I, I didn't know that
2: yeah but we're still getting the Rock Adam which didn't apparently uh, do just about good with
0: the like early reviews as Batgirl did I mean that's a rumor which, again, I, the rock star power is probably going to carry the film. That and uh, the costumes look really good. I'm not going to lie.
1: And I think he's like their Iron Man in terms of someone like uniting all their other movies into making a one big team-up movie.
0: I mean, so far, he's what's tying the Justice League with the Super Pets. Oh, uh, well, that's yes, true. What?
1: Yeah, he's playing Crypto oh. in the Super Pets movie.
0: So... Are they going to make Black Adam the movie that ties across all the DC movies? Because Black Adam is, like, one of the characters that can tie together the Justice Society of America and Justice League, while also being a big enough star that even if it wasn't a DC movie, people would still go to see a movie about Dwayne The Rock Johnson.
2: Yeah. Uh, Also, yeah, I hope it's better than the Batman, the new Batman movie that came out. Uh, Yeah, me and Kyle, we saw it.
1: Yeah, we weren't too big fans of it. It it feels like mainly like it's an early draft that they just kind of like, okay, let's just film this and never like did any revisions. There's a lot of plot points that don't get resolved and they kind of just hang in the air.
2: One part that was really weird for me was this one time when uh, there was a car chase and Batman appeared to not have cared about any of the incidents. But he wasn't, like, an evil Batman throughout the movie. Like, he seemed to actually want to help people. But in that instance, he just didn't care.
1: There was one bad guy in a car getting away on a highway filled with civilian drivers. And then all the cars, like, pile up. They explode and all that other stuff. And you just know not many civilians made it out alive. And it's never mentioned again. Nobody seemed to care.
2: And they didn't really seem to do... Batman didn't really seem to do anything to try and, like, lower civilian casualties. Or they didn't show him... Uh, Helping people after the car chase ended. It's just like, eh, who cares?
1: There's also a scene where somebody gets shot and then everyone just seems to forget that that person was shot. And I don't mean like in universe. I mean, it seems like the actor, the director, just everyone involved seems like forget that person shot. They never act wounded. I will say the, uh, the shots look nice.
2: Yeah, the cinematography was really good.
1: Yeah, like the city of Gotham looks good, but it's really dark. So unless you're in like a movie theater, it's probably gonna be hard to see the screen.
2: Yeah. Be in well lit area when you watch it. Yes. And don't stand too close to T V.
1: And one other thing. I feel like it would have been better Catwoman movie. Batman doesn't do anything the whole movie. Which is a shame because you hear the actor whose name I forget.
3: Robert Pattinson.
1: Yes, Robert Pattinson. Yeah, all he does is like scowl the whole movie. The character of Batman doesn't really do anything in his movie. Everything but he looks cool. Yeah, but everything just kind of happens around him. And Catwoman does a lot. I would have rather it if it followed Catwoman's perspective. Yeah. She's on a mission and she actually, like, does stuff. Oh, and one other thing without spoiling it. The ending does not Like, there's a big event at the end that just doesn't make sense with one of the characters. They do something, but it doesn't fit that character or their motives at all. Basically. I mean, it's an okay movie because I, I kind of like the noir and you don't really see Detective Batman much anymore. So I did kind of like that, but other than that, I uh, it wasn't that good.
2: It so, would be better if the writing was better. But yeah. he does do
0: detective work at least. Yes, he does that's do detective cool. work. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You don't see that like, like anymore in Batman.
2: I see why a lot of people really like this movie, but personally, me, just few things I can't get over.
1: I, I did hear like somebody describing Internet. It's a movie that I can see why people like it and don't like it, and that's a really good way to describe it.
0: Yeah, man, you're really selling this movie for me. I got to go see it after this. <laughs> I don't regret seeing it. It's
2: not, like, the worst movie ever.
3: Yeah, it's not no. like a movie has to be good in order for you to enjoy it either. Yeah.
1: Yeah. What was it? Um, The King Kong vs. Godzilla movie didn't get, like, awful critic reviews. But in terms of, like, audience reviews, it did really well.
2: I really enjoyed it, actually.
1: Oh, I didn't see it. Yeah.
2: Never really seen King Kong.
1: But basically what I heard is that all, like, the critics are saying, oh, it's just about two monsters fighting each other. But all the audience are saying, yeah, it's about two monsters fighting each other.
0: And the CGI was pretty good. The action scenes, how it all came together was nice. You were really rooting for King Kong the whole uh, time. Does
2: Warner Brother own King Kong?
0: I can neither conform, confirm nor deny it. Because he would be really cool in multiverse, <laughs> even though he would be way King too Kong, big.
1: King Kong, Godzilla. As long as it's not just another uh, superhero DC fighting game.
3: Don't they already have Reptar in... Multiverses,
1: Reptar's in uh, the Nickelodeon
3: Brawl game. All Star <laughs> Oh, Okay, I got those two mixed up then. Yeah, which
2: uh, Multiverses is essentially a good version of the Nickelodeon one. That's
0: basically the best way to describe it. I don't know. It's definitely better, but I think they feel different enough. Where while they're both used to end on a stadium and try to knock people off, a la Super Smash Brothers, how they play is a lot different.
2: Yeah, there's no blocking. Uh, not really much sort of, like, you only get, I think, three hits with normal attack. And, like, you don't get as many, like, attacks in general each character.
0: And in multiverses, I think you have, like, a super bar that every time you use your special, you have to wait for it to charge up before you can use it again.
2: I don't remember. I haven't played it in a while. All I know is that Shaggy was pretty fun to play. He goes Ultra Instinct.
1: Also, I know, yeah, they went all in on that Shaggy meme. They've been doing that for a little bit in, uh the Mortal Kombat animated movie about Scorpion uh the intro has like Shaggy go Super Saiyan and like grab Scorpion and then he goes like get over here man and, like,
2: that was really cool also oh uh in the way of video games there's a new
0: DC game coming out called Gotham Knights oh boy Gotham Knights that sounds like a name of a really cool game I would love to play that Yeah. what's it about uh Oh, yeah. It's about four superheroes,
2: not Batman.
1: Because he dies in the beginning.
2: Uh, Batgirl. That's not a spoiler. Red Hood. Robin. Not Red Robin for some reason, just Robin. Uh, and Nightwing.
1: And. But what seems weird about it is that. I guess it seems. Sounds good. That, like, you can play as any. Those characters you want in any level. But I feel like it's going to hurt the story. I feel like, uh. Like, a story that might get personal with them, now you really can't do because you don't know if someone's just going to play through the whole game as Batgirl. So then you can't really have, like, a Red Hood story of him, like, I don't know, trying to maybe find redemption after all, like, the bad stuff he did.
2: But he already found redemption because they need him to work with the other superheroes. Yes,
1: using armor-piercing rubber bullets so he doesn't kill anybody.
3: Don't forget his magical soul-jumping power. Yes. I think that is also how they're going to end up with a lot of cheesy one-liners and stuff they're trying to give the character a little bit of personality without knowing which one you're going to be playing and then it comes off yeah. as a little cheap
2: yeah which they already have pretty cheesy dialogue judging by the trailers like the 16 minute uh video of Batgirl going through like getting the game like the one person burning the grass was, what did he say Kyle he said
1: uh, burn grass you'll never get mowed again or something like that
2: yeah uh, which tells me the right isn't that good and with on the topic with Red Hood his combat does not look fun at all, especially in a fast paced beat em up game. He's like, uh, like, it showed he had two combat styles one gunslinger, which I'm pretty sure he just shoots his guns, looks pretty repetitive. In the his gameplay video, it just showed him do one move, just charge up those soul magic powers into his gun, then shoot it and hit it. By the way, he was next to a high level enemy, and the enemy just stood there as he charged.
1: That's the thing, a lot of the enemies look like they're just standing there taking it, and I. Th- I think if they added a counter, you can make the enemies more aggressive, and you can mix up combat a bit. And speaking of like weird-looking animations, uh, Night- how is Nightwing's fort- uh, Fortnite glider looking to you guys?
0: Oh, I love it so much. They really went all out on Nightwing. They gave him the world's greatest glider. That's not at all something I've ever seen Nightwing use in any other continuity. They gave him a uh, flashlight on his chest. He just kind of flashes his pecs, and then everyone around him is blind.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Mobile spotlight. I remember that from the comics. I think. Actually, I don't. But it
0: just... It looks really bad. It does.
1: Solar flare. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I thought about it.
0: <sighs> now, also, the boss
2: battle with Harley tells me that this is going to be a very easy game. Because you saw how she slowly she moved, right? And there was a big circle over her hammer whenever she attacked, so you knew exactly where, where it was, even though you can tell when someone's swinging a hammer, you should get out of the way. That's common sense.
0: And for a boss fight, she really did seem to just stand there and, like, let you combo as she that's did That's what I'm to
1: saying. That's how, all, that's how all the gameplay they released look. Okay. It looks like they just want to make another live service game where so they can sell you a bunch of microtransactions and just I know, guarantee keep saying that's content. Like, oh. here's... a. The Red Hood costume from this DC animated movie. Here's the Batgirl costume from the movie that was never released. Stuff like that.
2: Oh, and I guarantee you that this is just going to be the DC version of the Avengers game that came out not too long ago. That was just a simple beat up live service game, like Kyle was saying.
3: Well, that's a bargain, then, as some people recently got that game for $2 <laughs> on a flash sale.
0: Well, here's hoping Gotham Knights is put on Game Pass or something.
3: That's the only way I'll play it,
2: like... Uh, Whoever bought that game, the Avengers game, for $2, you got ripped off. I'm not going to code it.
1: Now, uh, Rocksteady is also making a Suicide Squad game that takes place in the Arkham universe. Apparently, the Deadshot in that game is a different character than the Deadshot in the other game. They released a picture of uh, the new Deadshot. And there was caption, like, it said something like, What did it say, Nick? It was something like, you can't beat the original or something like
0: that? Yeah, something like that.
1: Like, they were implying that the Deadshot in, like, the Arkham games was, like, a fake Deadshot or, like, a poser or something. But in Arkham Origins, it was supposed to be the first time you met Deadshot. In Arkham City, Batman literally says only one person could have made that shot. shot." Deadshot.
0: What? You're saying that they're retconning the fact that in the two games that happened chronologically previously, where it's confirmed to 100%... Be Floyd Lloyd, Floyd Lawton, Lawton, Deadshot. That it wasn't actually him.
1: Yes. Yeah.
2: yeah. They also confirmed that the uh, Deadshot from the new uh, Rocksteady game is in fact named Floyd. It's yeah, that's the same guy. Some people were saying, oh, maybe you are implying that he killed the old Deadshot because mantle. Well, then why did he took his legal name?
1: <laughs> <laughs> they just wanted. Ironically, they wanted a Will Smith Deadshot to coincide with the movie, but Will Smith retired from that role, so now they're just stuck with a really weirdly retconned Deadshot. Again, it would have been better if they went with the idea that he killed the old Deadshot. He's like, now look at me, I'm the new Deadshot. I, I mean, yeah, like. if
0: you're a better shot and you can outshoot the original Deadshot, you deserve the title. Yeah.
1: But uh, so. apparently, the original one, which they, Batman, was so good, he fooled Batman. The World's Greatest Detective was a just a really good copycat.
0: They best even copycat. could have just made it where the new game takes place in a different universe. Yeah, that
1: would have been so much easier. But I don't know, maybe they're trying to get off their fame from, like, uh, the past successes.
3: I don't know. I do like the vibe of the whole Arkham universe, though, so I'm hoping they do it some justice.
1: They should. Arkham games are some of the best games ever made.
3: They really are, like, really good.
1: The atmosphere of Arkham Asylum and just how each game opens is so good.
2: Arkham City, to this day, has the best opening to any game I ever played. Definitely. Like,
1: uh, I could just go on, like, the combat, the stealth, it's all really, fun. the stories are so good. Just not Arkham Knight. I don't like Arkham Knight. Too much, uh, Batmobile. No.
0: Too just... much Batmobile, Bat- Bat- but
1: yes it's a tank that you can drive over people but doesn't kill them because it electrifies them first
0: (laughs) remember electricity is the best shield to trauma and don't even get me started on that big twist ending yes
1: the whole they introduce a new character called the arkham knight and immediately the fans are like is it jason todd and the developers are like no it's not jason todd's original character and then the game like a twist ending it's like the arkham knight's actually jason todd what a surprise which
2: by the way jason todd was first introduced into arkham series in that game in like a bunch of like uh guilt flashbacks that batman has throughout the game so
1: very heavy-handed flashbacks he'll just walk into a room and he'll just see like jason tied up or something and then like jason will start like talking to the joker and the joker starts like torturing him and it's never been mentioned before in an arkham game
2: i remember when we played it with zach you guessed it like right away
3: I didn't even know who this character was or anything about it. I just saw, like, a couple cutscenes, and I was like, so that guy's definitely the Red Hood, right? Yeah.
1: (laughs) And when they were revealing the game, they revealed, like, that whole section where those flashbacks happen. And even the, like, uh, in the in-game bios for each character, both uh, Jason Todd and Arkham Knight are the same height and
0: same weight.
2: Why would they reveal that after trying to keep it, like, their identities a
0: secret? Why would they lie about it to begin with and then make it so obvious?
2: Yeah.
1: I think, don't quote me on this, but I believe a writer from Batman the Animated Series wrote uh, the first two Arkham games, Asylum and City, but they never brought him back for uh, night. And I think they said something along the lines that they wanted their in-house writing team to write it. And I think that's what they want to do moving forward is to write their own story. So I yeah. think that's how, why they're working on it.
0: Oh. Uh, I mean, I- Honestly, though, the story for Arkham Knight would have been fine if the Arkham Knight was just literally anybody else.
1: Yeah. Um, actually, I did not like the whole Joker disease that turned you into the Joker, which was just a form of mad cow disease. That doesn't even make any sense. Does, in the Arkham universe, is insanity like a blood disease? Like, Is it decided by like your blood or something? It's not like a mental thing?
0: Well, no, but it's the Joker toxin. He's able to make something that drives you insane.
1: But that's not what it did in Arkham City. It just killed people. Yeah.
3: Wait, did I get the Red Hood and Arkham Knight mixed up? Yes, you did. But they're, know, they're the, same, but they're character the anyway, same character anyway, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, uh,
2: Also, oh, I kind of feel like playing the whole Joker disease just made Joker the main villain again. Like, he felt more like a main villain than Scarecrow to me, which I didn't like. It's like we already had uh, love for Joker for the past two games, three if you count Origins... And now Scarecrow finally get gets spotlight and turns out nope.
1: But I don't know. The funniest thing in that is that the Joker stuff with Joker and the hallucinations was it was fine if they made it more like it was just his guilt or maybe he was going a little crazy, but they made it too focused of the disease. And the writing, the the character of the Arkham Knight felt like he would change character when you first see him. He's so like. Oh, I, I gotta kill Batman, gotta kill Batman to the point, uh, Scarecrow locks the controls of, like, the helicopter he's flying so he can't, like, shoot him or something, and then next time he meets him, he's just standing there talking to him, so then Batman, like, shoots at him with, like, the Batmobiles and he runs away, next time he finds him, he, like, shoots him in the chest, and then he leaves him to a bunch of, like, guards, it's inconsistent.
0: Well, leaving him to the guards, knowing that he'd live.
1: Th- that Knowing, yes, that's what he does, is do stuff like that. All
0: right.
2: Also, uh, speaking of the Arkham games, you might, be able to, uh, you might be able to replay them soon on next-gen consoles with uh, uh, what is it called, optimization. Because there's rumors for, like, you know, por- uh, ports for the optimization and a full-blown remaster for Arkham Origins.
1: That would be really nice. Uh, a big problem with Arkham Origins was when it first came out, it was filled with, like, bugs and stuff. There was one where, like, if you glide it, or, like, uh, grappled into a vent, uh, Batman wouldn't climb in, so he's just standing there holding on the vent, and he wouldn't be able to let go of the vent. So you'd literally just be stuck there, and you'd have to either go back to the last save point. But I think a problem was that it'd autosave right when you did it, so it just loads you back onto hanging onto the vent, and nothing you can do, and it just soft slots you. Oh, that's
0: awful. (laughs) That's just what bats do. They hang around. That's a real thing. Ha. Uh, yeah.
2: It does really need it, like... Arkham origins was a lot better than people said it was like yeah I have a lot problems with the story But uh, the gameplay itself was really good once you got past the glitches
1: It was an interesting story I think people were just annoyed that Joker was the main bad guy three times in a row Like at first it seemed like it was black mask but then it's like surprise it's the Joker I Also combat felt slightly more clunky i'm not really sure how to explain it it's,
0: at least it's not gotham knight's clunky yeah
1: definitely yeah um but i guess it was explained that that was batman early years so maybe he wasn't as good or something and also it did feel weird how like he had every gadget that he had in arkham city even just like variations of it but then i guess you can explain like maybe he made the arkham city gadgets based off of his arkham origin gadgets yeah. overall i did i remember hearing a comment online someone saying uh, arkham games are like pizza even bad pizza is good
2: that's true, both the pizza.
1: But not are. Arkham Knight. Arkham Knight's not good.
2: I will say with Arkham Knight, the Batgirl DLC was really good.
1: Yes, that was that was actually really fun. That's my favorite part of the game. I think the DLC ends up being really good in the game, but I think that's just because after all the uh, feedback about what everyone didn't like about the main game, and I guess they took that in consideration.
0: And also because Batgirl's is just a really cool character <laughs> who deserves her own standalone movie that definitely should be released, please. Yeah. <laughs> Also, for reference, she does
2: not use a single tonfa in combat.
1: Is, is that what she uses in Gotham Knight? Yes, I But
0: I don't... wasn't, isn't that Nightwing's thing? The... No, Nightwing uses two scream sticks. But aren't those just tonfas? No, tonfas um...
2: have that little like pole oh sort of, like, yeah yeah I know it covers your forearm.
1: Yeah, it's on. Yeah, it's on your arm. And, then... and
2: I don't know why I did all the like hand movements. No, the audience can't see it, but whatever. Uh... Yeah, I, which I'm pretty sure they just gave her the weapon. I don't bl- remember seeing that in the reveal trailer. I think they gave it to her just so they can give you, like, weapon variations, to sell you.
0: So no. they just so they just took two seconds to think about it and just gave her a tonfa. Yeah. They definitely could have done anything else. Give her some of the other Batgirls have, like, clawed hands. They could have done that. They could have just not given her a weapon and say that she's the best. Hand to hand combatant it, out of the four rude. of them. Yeah, and
2: her weapon could have been her gloves, like to like punching power and stuff, like knuckles and stuff. Yeah. Or they could gave her. Hear me out. Two tonfas, like every other tonfa user ever uses. That I, makes too much sense.
1: It might be interesting if they do maybe like different weapons, like different characters can get can change up their weapons. Maybe she just has one tonfa there, maybe because she just uses one-handed weapons. I'm not sure what other weapon she would use though.
0: I mean, she could use nunchucks. She can use, like, again, clawed hands or electrified gloves or...
1: Yeah. Like, all that other stuff, I guess.
0: Any sort of Batman gadget. Because Red Hood, Robin, and Nightwing are all, like, completely different from Batman in how they fight and how they operate. Like, Red Hood
1: is okay with killing, but this time he... Won't kill when working with them, so he's making sure to use armor-piercing rubber bullets to make sure it breaks through all their armor, just cuts right through it. But it won't break any skin; it won't break their organs. No, but story. doesn't
0: it also go through? Yeah, it their goes through bodies? their very
1: thick arm. Oh, yeah, that's right. Didn't, it in the- pierce-
0: it's like piercing. Yeah, piercing.
1: Oh, yeah.
2: So it hurts the enemy behind the enemy hits, right? Yeah.
1: That's, yeah. That's so so it, it goes like. through them non-lethally, of course. It, it's smart enough to know to avoid anything important.
3: Well, this is the kind of magical rubber that can simply phase through bodies, I guess. Um, I'm not sure how they would end up stopping the enemies in
0: that regard. Yeah. Like, how would would that even cause damage? All right, you see it hits the armor, so it hurts them. Then it uses Robin's teleporting technology to teleport to the other side of the body. Oh. And then keeps going.
2: You mean the technology he steals from Justice League or borrows whatever? Like... Except that the just Justice teleport League short can
0: use it to teleport to the moon. He can only use it to teleport, like, a foot away. Maybe since
1: uh, the is ending their shows, uh, some of the writers got to work on video games.
0: <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> uh, uh, I want to say it's such a shame that the CW was ending, but I can't say that.
1: It, it feels like almost like an end of an era sort of thing, but at the same time, it doesn't feel like it's that good of an era. Yeah. The shows could be fun, even if they don't make sense. Like, the early seasons of flash like um how all an enemy needs to do is uh cross a corner and then flash loses him he's
3: like the fastest guy alive he's like,
1: oh no they got away yeah uh but it, they, i mean uh,
0: he's the fastest man alive not the smartest man alive true. except he also was billed as one of the world's smartest scientists ah uh. uh. So it really doesn't make sense.
1: Who wins? A super fast, super smart scientist or a CW writer?
0: Oh. Nobody. Nobody wins. Aww.
2: The thing is, though, a lot have really good potential. Like, one of my favorite scenes on any CW show was during the Christ, the Earth X, I think it was called. You know, when it was like the universe mm-hmm. where everyone was not Nazi. was trying to take over the oh, universe. Oh, yeah. And start with, like, Iris and Barry at his wedding. And... Where the and right before they're about to get married, the bad guys come in, shoot Colonel Sanders Priest. Yeah, the priest who looked exactly like Colonel Sanders. Oh yeah, I remember that.
1: Neither mentioned it.
2: Ah, uh, and then they get into a big fight. It's comic book accurate. Everyone's using common sense. It looks really good, and it like ends with like the evil Supergirl and good Supergirl doing like a beam class with their like heat vision while like Joe is watching in awe, and it was just all amazing.
0: Okay, but how does the final fight for that <laughs> crossover episode go? Uh, that's what I want to know. I'm sure it was just as cool.
2: Well, uh, the two Green Arrows, they got in a, they both jumped on top of the car for some reason, got in a fist fight. And when evil group Supergirl blew up, I forgot why, uh, the bad uh, Green Arrow turns around with his back facing towards a good Green Arrow. Because, you know, that's always good when you're fighting someone, turn your back to him and then gets killed.
1: You, you missed the best part. When the bad guys were just mindlessly killing civilians the superheroes were slow walking towards the action so they make sure to get a cool shot of them entering even though some of them could fly and some of them have super speed and could have just easily rushed in and saved some civilians
2: also uh when they finally reached the bad guys when the bad guys just stopped shooting
1: they did they, i remember that the all the bad guys had like guns and the good guys none of them had guns they all had, you know like their fists and stuff and instead of like you know the bad guys oh shooting them on sight like they've been shooting all the civilians uh they just uh put their gun like down and start running towards the superheroes the superheroes start running towards them it's like
2: even though a lot of them don't have superpowers they would definitely kill at least one of them if they just start shooting right there and then
1: no c w villains they don't kill anybody important like uh, the reverse flash I still remember the season two finale of legends of tomorrow uh the the reverse flash gets like an army of time remnants of himself to go after the legends and he literally just starts killing them one by one but not the Legends that would survive this, the Legends also have their own time remnants that won't survive this encounter no matter what. So, Reverse Flash was smart enough to only kill the time remnants to make sure nobody important dies.
2: Yeah. I also remember in the Earth-X ending when he was fighting Barry. You remember what happened? He was like, Barry, you can't kill me, so you'll never be able to stop me. And then he just lets him go. Doesn't
0: Barry see you say in something?
1: Yeah, but doesn't Barry just say something like, get out of here, Thawne, or something yeah. like that? And he's just like, okay. Yeah,
0: like, he's like. Yeah, okay, I'll see you in the next crisis. See, see ya. He did not see him in the next crisis, <laughs> by the way. Yeah. Uh, I have bream- fun.
2: I remember thinking, wait, why didn't when Barry turn his back, Diversash just used super speed and quickly killed as many heroes as he could?
1: I, I keep expecting that. I remember there's like in one scene where I think he took uh, one of the original characters from the arrow. What's her name? The,
2: Felicia the, Smoke.
1: Felicia yeah felicia the she's not from the comics and she's like a love interest for the arrow for just made for that just show for some reason and uh i think he t- yeah he literally takes her hostage and i and i'm myself and i've seen quite a few people online saying they were fully expecting reverse Flash just to kill her then and there which would make sense because didn't like they propose right after barry like and iris got married or something yeah that would have been a really like uh, emotional moment and it, but i why didn't he kill them what did he even do i don't remember
2: he, he, I think they were, like, prisoners who were trying to get information.
1: Yeah, I guess he really cared about lives after season one appearance on The Flash. Yeah. I remember even in Legends of Tomorrow, he, uh, in The Flash, when remember when he uh, took uh, the face of, what's his name, we, Dr. Wells? Yeah. It, remember, killed the original Dr. Wells. Yeah. Well, he did the same trick with one of the Legends, but he specifically stated he uh, changed the device to make sure it doesn't kill the person he's using it on
2: why couldn't they just say they changed the device so he wouldn't have to permanently wear their face, like, with Wells? Mm, Like, wouldn't that make more sense? It's because they didn't. And just,
0: like, the person not dying be an after effect? Yeah, Yeah, but it gave them an excuse to have the person he used it on survive. Yeah. With the easiest way for them to explain it themselves, even if it didn't actually make sense.
1: I mean, they could have just stated that Barry told them about Reverse Flash, and they prepared for that, knowing they're going up against him, so they invented some comic book device that protects them from that
2: which i'm pretty sure they only killed off uh ha- old guy from firestorm just so they didn't have to keep animating firestorm i'm pretty sure that was the reason because they still kept the other guy on like you know what what could he do
1: yeah i don't i don't know i i kind of stopped watching uh the flash after the whole thing with like furby
2: oh you mean uh legends
1: legends that's right the whole thing with like well it's not a furby it's their in-universe uh thing yeah it's basically furby. a toy and after some time travel in legends it ends up becoming this like this uh very important thing that like uh the holidays there's no longer christmas it becomes a god yeah it it becomes there's like furby miss or whatever
2: yeah it was weird
1: It, it got a and one thing they never stuck with the rules i did not like that with legends they were talking about how it's important not to mess with the timeline but then they'll kill off like nameless, faceless, like, thugs, which I guess, yeah, that's the point of them, but then it's like, how do you know you're not, like, messing up the timeline within right there? Yeah. How about when you go back in time and you're like, oh, we're so-and-so? What? Who's that? And you're like, oops, accidentally killed their ancestors a thousand years ago.
0: Except Dude. the Flash, doesn't it add to the laws of time travel that even just going back in yes. time at all causes reverberations that can change everything, even if you don't change anything yourself? Yeah. Just being there ruins it.
1: Just the- breaking it, it'll never be the same once you break it. But in legends, they there was even an episode where they changed a real life historical event. You know the woman, the face that launched a thousand ships. I'm forgetting her name again. You no, know uh, I'm talking Cleopatra. About? Not Cleopatra. Uh, she's, there was like a statue made of her, and she's like supposedly so beautiful, like people warred, uh, uh fought in wars just to have her or something. They went back in time and they changed it that she was able to like live her own life in some secluded island, have to. Helen of Troy. Helen of Troy. Yes, that's uh. it. like saved her life or something and like it doesn't affect the timeline at all we can all have a happy ending
3: the Uh problem is that time travel is too appealing of a plot device to completely avoid because it allows a lot of cool scenarios to open up but then you end up with the issue of well why didn't they solve x problem with time travel and since they can't really answer that they have to add some sort of consequence as to why they don't do it more often Um, But then it ends up not really making sense when they do do it.
2: And the consequence doesn't happen.
3: Yeah. Uh,
2: One of the funniest things I always thought about time travel, you know how the Flash starts with the reverse Flash going back in time and killing Barry's mom? So, and then when they do, uh, and then when Barry decides to go back in time and stop the reverse Flash from killing his mom, he's basically doing the legend's job, right? I mean, he's fixing the timeline because his mom wasn't supposed to die right there
1: yeah so he's technically fixing but i guess but that it, still causes flashpoint yes that right? does so i guess even that, that just completely nullifies the legends their whole purpose is to like fix stuff in time they're like a old cartoon what was it
2: oh yeah time squad or time something Time Squad.
1: yeah with like mark hamill as a robot and like oh that was funny do you, have you guys
0: never seen that no i haven't
1: it's uh there's this like really buff guy and this like robot and their job is to go back in time make sure history happens as it's supposed to happen so they go back to historical events and they make sure it happens as it happened like the history books and stuff
2: and it includes bad things like yes. uh, what's her name the first woman to ever ride in a plane or or pilot, a plane oh yeah amelia there. Earhart. yeah
1: like oh by the way they the first mission is that they they end up recruiting a boy who's like really skilled in history so they use him to help because the captain the really buff guy he's not very smart yeah. um Yeah, and like Amelia Earhart, she doesn't want to be a pilot. So, an episode is they have to make her be a pilot, and then at the end, you know.
2: Yeah, they convince her to be a pilot, and the captain literally tells her, Now, when you drive over the. When you fly over the Bermuda Triangle, be sure to fly straight down into it, okay? She's like, Okay. That's messed
0: up. Yeah. Yeah. But I guess that's how time travel works. Unless you have the negative speed force, then you can do whatever you want. Like, come back from the grave eight different times. Uh, uh, Now. Uh, with the Flash, I really feel like the last season should
2: have been uh, little the last season. They shouldn't have another one because it, it ended with Reverse Flash dying. Like, all versions of him, Lil' Like, they Lil' said that was the last uh, version of Reverse Flash in any timeline. And it ended with him dying after getting a super uber power-up.
3: We well, see for the next season, uh, they start out playing a game of Uno, and somebody uses a Reverse card against the Flash. And
0: he is reborn. <laughs> oh no. Ah, uh, yeah. But... but now we get to see more of the Flash running around wearing his gold boots. Finally, yeah. He's but every I... season he gets closer to a comic accurate costume.
1: You know, I'm wondering. Do you think they made it that Diggle refused to be a Green Lantern because they're stopping with like the superhero stuff? Like there was originally a plan for him to be a Green Lantern, maybe for him to get his own show or appear in the other shows. But they were already partway through writing it when they were like, you know, we're just canceling everything. So then they're like, oh, we got to resolve this. So he says no, and then Reverse Flash really doesn't like that for some reason.
0: I I mean, it could also be that they are trying (coughs) to figure out how to separate the Superman and Lois TV show from the rest of the Arrowverse. And Diggle was in both shows with the green box. So my theory is that they're going to show in the Berlanti-verse, the Arrowverse Shows him mm-hmm. saying no to the box and then him becoming the Green Lantern in the Superman show to cement that it is, even though it shouldn't be able to make sense for no sense, reason, for no reason, they because they got rid of the multiverse. They
1: specifically state everything merged into one,
0: yeah. But now there's two diggles, and I bet one's gonna become Green Lantern and one's not. Oh, also, that, that's interesting. If, yeah, that, that would make sense. I don't know if CW can do it because it makes sense and sounds
2: cool, so they might not do it on principle, but. Uh, it's really dumb how the Superman Lois show is just no longer connected to other shows for no apparent reason.
1: In a way, I think it saves it almost maybe from being just corrupted from the yeah. others. Yeah,
0: it might be for the best. <laughs> it can stand with its own rules. Yeah. The problem being some of the stuff from the show is also not great.
1: Uh, I've never seen it.
0: Yeah, I'm not going to see
2: it because I remember when Superman appeared on Supergirl, he- with the shows with him, the episodes with him were the only episode of Supergirl I actually liked and I actually did really like him as Superman and I'm afraid if I see Superman Lois my good image of him will be tainted.
1: You know, I'm wondering though how, how did you see the show, Nick?
0: I didn't see it. I've seen no. clips and stuff online. I'm
1: wondering how the CGI works in there because I know sometimes it can range from good to just awful. Did you ever see that Supergirl clip of like Martian Manhunter? It looked like a uh, from like the ps2 game or something
0: yeah it was really bad
1: yeah so i'm wondering how they do green lantern with like the cgi because he'd require a lot of cgi
0: it's really simple just don't do what they did with this green lantern movie
1: practical costume not a cgi costume
0: very practical costume if they have to do what they did with iron man and in the marvel universe and like supplement it with cgi a little bit yeah that'd be fine but mostly go practical and the objects just kind of need to be
1: paint them green, paint
0: them green, <laughs> yeah. or again I, CG them green, but m- use physical objects. Yeah, don't go above what yeah. they are capable of doing. Yeah. We don't need a giant glowing green mech that can shoot rockets out of its back. Yeah, It'd make them have a giant hammer. Yeah. And not that looks like from PS one game. Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, it's
1: a downgrade now. I said PS two game. <laughs>
2: Well, I'm thinking it would be downgraded because how often they would have to do it. Yeah. Would, like, yeah, I really agree with you, Nick, about like just give them like a few, like have a few like staple objects that are just green and just have the actor use them. That's, practical.
1: I've never been a big fan of just 100% CGI. You can always tell it, it doesn't look right and it kind of pulls you out of the show. But like practical effects or and CGI that looks really real, I'm good with that. That's, I really like that. I prefer practical effects. I think I also appreciate
0: practical effects more.
2: Yeah, yeah. It has a more wow factor because it takes mm-hmm. more talent and effort to do it. And it looks. Yeah, but it just
0: looks real, you know. CGI can be really cheap, yeah. and the Arrowverse doesn't want to make money. Uh, CW, I think, if I remember correctly, they never actually made any money off of their shows. I I, I don't know. Did that. they not?
1: I didn't hear. It. That's wow making all that and don't even make any money out of that.
0: I don't remember if it was true or not or uh, just one of those internet
2: oh, rumors. By the way, uh, one maybe. thing I do want to say about uh, Supergirl specifically it was always my least favorite CW show and it was like one of the shows that was canceled the fastest. So I know what I'm talking uh,
1: about. Black, what was it? Black Bolt? No. What's this? Black yeah, Lightning. Black
0: Lightning. Oh, Black Lightning.
1: He only had two seasons. I think he was also canceled really quickly.
0: Black Lightning's first season was really good though. I never watched the second season but season one of black lightning was really good
1: i i saw a little bit of it but then it got canceled so then i guess i never really that's because
0: it it wasn't part of the uh, Arrowverse for season one but then for season two i think it was oh yeah because
1: they pulled all the universes together and they included the black lightning show
0: yeah Uh, but yeah with supergirl i never watched the show i've heard very bad things which was a bummer because in the crossovers supergirl looked good she acted fine like it, i enjoyed the character as much as the other characters which maybe isn't a lot because none of the characters in the arrowverse are really all that good but it was yeah. fine i've
1: seen a little bit of it the biggest thing for me was always dialogue it was always felt like weird and i remember technically it was before the cw when it was on like what was it cbs i think yeah something like that um i remember when uh episode with a uh, crossover with the flash and all of the dialogue was just really cringy. It was, I don't know if they're going with people, actors. Uh, they're acting shy or something. I remember uh, the Flash was like writing on a whiteboard of a plan, and he kind of stumbled over his words, laugh. And it, I don't know if they're going for trying to make it feel real or if they thought it was cute, like for the characters to be shy around each other or nervous or something. But it just felt like they were stumbling their lines. It didn't didn't feel good. Also- and their first, uh, real quick, and their first uh, enemy on the pilot. Was uh, the lumberjack? Oh yeah. <laughs> who who's? I looked him up. He's a real comic book villain. I think he was only in like one issue. In the comics, he was just a literal lumberjack. In uh, Supergirl, he was an alien with like a super... weird alien like
2: axe. Yeah, I think he had super strength too.
1: Probably, yeah. Uh,
2: and uh, one thing I just yeah the overall writing of Supergirl I really didn't like. Now what were you gonna say, Nick?
0: I was gonna say that. The crossovers did get a little better, though. We mm-hmm. got to hear that heart-wrenching rendition of Superfriend by uh, Supergirl and The Flash when they had to go against the Music Meister. Yes. Yeah. Beautiful. Definitely Beautiful stuff. Musical. So- yeah, I always felt the crossovers were kind of the better like, ones.
1: I do remember being able to... I remember even thinking, like, oh, I bet this uh, Supergirl episode is skippable. I even forget which crossover it was, but uh, what happened is it didn't have anything to do with the crossover besides literally the very end. Uh, Barry and Cisco like jump out of portal and it's like Supergirl, we gotta go save the world. Come join us. It was, okay, it was the
0: Dominators, right? It was, yeah. I, because it was a celebratory episode of Supergirl that was also supposed to be the tie-in to the crossover. Yes, and but they, they couldn't do both. Yeah,
2: they did the same thing with uh, the uh, Green Arrow or with our excuse me, The Arrow uh, for the first crossover. Like it was the Arrow's a hundredth episode, and they chose it being the 100th episode but then just doing like a bunch of like uh like talk about the past rather than actually participate in the crossover like they were put in these hallucination tanks or something and they were seeing a bunch of people they run into hallucinations like hey i remember him we did that oh that person died when that happened and that I, was literally the entire episode i know
1: we're talking about how much we really like the crossovers but that dominator one was really bad like I, I felt cheated out of the first two episodes there was no need for a crossover the first one was literally Oh, yeah, here's a Supergirl episode. The second one was literally, wasn't it, like, again, the, the same situation with, like, Green Arrow? It was, like, a special Green Arrow episode, and they had to do it a crossover. Something. So they just focused more on the Green Arrow part. Yeah. They fitted in a bit better, the fact that they were, like, locked in, their in like, a Dominator prison. They were, like, locked in their memories or something. Yeah. But it was much more of an Arrow show than it was of a crossover episode. Yeah.
0: I also don't like how, with how good some of the crossovers could be. They never actually had true reverberations through the rest of the universe, like the Justice League coming together in the Hall of Justice that we never see again. Yeah, they never did anything with that.
1: But I will say, didn't a major character die in one of the crossovers? I believe... Arrow did. Oh, yeah. uh, Oliver died, and also the old man from Legends. What was his name? Half of Firestorm. Martin Stein? Martin Stein, yes. I believe he uh, sacrificed himself to push a button or something. I'm sure it was a very heroic one.
3: Uh, but what, for what it's worth, I think the best uh, crossover that aired on a CW show has to be Scooby Natural, Scooby-Doo X Supernatural. Uh, I can't beat that.
1: I completely forgot Supernatural was a CW show.
0: It was probably one of the best CW shows.
1: I saw a clip of the Scooby-Doo one. It was it was pretty good. Yeah. It looked really
0: good. Yeah, I
2: saw some clips too. It was like, it was yeah. They they were like gushing over the fact they were mean Scooby. And just like really
0: good now all we need is a 1960s batman crossover with supernatural and my life will be complete
1: scooby-doo has a lot of crossovers uh they've met there was a whole series i think just devoted to like crossovers they, they met batman
2: they met the three uh, Stooges. yeah three
1: stooges uh they met, they met uh, kiss Ro- kiss rosie o'donnell they met a bunch of wrestlers wow yeah they met a lot of people yeah. and they met supernatural characters
2: and recently, I think, I didn't see it, but like a movie came out where they met uh, Where they uh, met Courage. I don't know if it came out yet.
1: I I, I know we you're talking about. I heard of that. But I was also about to say uh, there was a Johnny Bravo episode where he met the Scooby-Doo that gang. That was one
2: of the best Johnny Bravo episodes.
1: <laughs> I like the part when like him and Velma bump into each other. And Velma's like, my glasses, my glasses. I can't see without my glasses. And Johnny Bravo is, I can't be seen without my glasses. Uh,
2: top tier comedy right there.
1: Definitely. Yeah. Johnny Bravo, top tier show.
2: Did you know that it's actually so popular in India? He got a movie in India. Johnny Bravo? Yeah, he. Giant Ghost. I think it's called Giant Bravo Goes to Bollywood.
1: Was it, it animated or live? Animated.
2: Act- and it was written by the original writer.
1: Is this true? Yes. Why haven't we gotten it? That sounds really cool. Uh, I want to see Johnny Bravo go to Bollywood.
0: I would love to see Johnny yeah. Bravo go to Bollywood, actually.
1: And then uh, get beaten up by all the actresses.
0: Yeah he's definitely one of the best like you love to hate while also rooting for him in other situations at the same time i
1: mean like he has a good heart like he's he's kind of nice to like susie his uh little girl neighbor i um back when i had a comicsology account uh there was one of the free comics you can get while having an account was like a cartoon network comic and it had a bunch of like short stories from like different shows made by the original creators and one johnny bravo had it that him and susie were entering like a homemade go-kart race and uh, I, I forget what exactly happened. I, I don't whether someone was mean to Susie or she started getting really sad thinking she was going to lose. And she was like, uh, and he said something like, uh, oh, uh, uh, nobody makes Susie cry or uh, a trophy isn't worth this or something. And he purposely like um, ra- start ramming other cars that weren't Susie so she would win. Or something. So it was like something like kind of mean, but also kind of nice at yeah. the same time.
2: Sounds like a stupid thing that Johnny would do, like stupid nice thing. I still remember that uh, Donny Osmond from the Osmond family.
1: Donny Osmond crossed over. Donny Osmond. Does that mean Donny Osmond can be in multiverses?
2: Please. Wait, can Johnny be in multiverse?
1: Yeah, he could definitely be. Oh, nice. Right. I believe he's. I, I mean, he had a Scooby so. Doo crossover. I, is Hanna Barbera
2: Doo's? is that technically also owned by? Yeah, yeah.
1: Cartoon Network's owned by Warner Brothers. Okay. And Han- yeah, their shows were the ones that 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 Warner Brothers was canceling after the merger. So, yeah, any, any uh, Cartoon Network character can be...
0: Ben 10. So if you had to pick one Cartoon Network character to be in multiverses, who would you pick?
2: Either Ben 10, because I think he'll be fun with different forms, or Giant Bravo, because I just think that'll be really cool. Or
0: maybe
1: someone from Kids Next Door, number one, or maybe it could work either all five of them, or maybe all five of them are one character, maybe? I'm trying to think, because wow there's quite a few but i'm trying to think more on gameplay wise johnny bravo would be obvious he's like strong samurai jack would be another obvious one do they have any sword oh yeah they do have a few sword fighters i think they have the girl from game of thrones and uh wonder woman
0: now how about you guys i was actually going to say samurai jack would be really cool to have he
1: would be
2: yeah
0: uh what about courage
1: courage Uh, yeah he'd be
0: good oh yeah
2: that Mm. That would also be good because he's not, like, someone you'll really expect. I feel like those will be the best characters to have in Multiverse. What
0: about Eustace, when he can whack people with his mouth? Yes, Eustace
1: would fun. be amazing. That's
2: it. I'm getting me Mallet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I feel like the best additions in Multiverse would be the least obvious choices. Like, Shaggy, Velma, they were added. Like, people you don't immediately see them as a fighter.
0: Can we get Monster Scrappy-Doo from the live-action movie? Okay, uh live action
1: movie costumes maybe for the scooby-doo characters that are already in and that may be added at some point
2: i'm kind of fearful the multiverse is just gonna be another dc game but just with a few guest characters from other but the
1: animaniacs they they live in warner brothers tower yeah
2: how are they not at it yet they'll be perfect
1: the guard from animaniacs who's a guard at warner brothers he could come in too? Uh,
3: I mean, they only have a very small selection of their overall catalog in the game right now. I'm sure they're gonna keep adding them, like, over time. Yeah.
2: They are gonna add Black Adam soon, I think, to help uh, to help, uh, with uh, the Black Adam movie, sort of. Yeah, but
1: okay, I, I just thought of this. Remember we were thinking, we were saying like, oh, Mythbusters, uh, Jamie and Adam would be good additions, but they're not owned by Warner Brothers? Yeah. Uh, Solid Snake is not owned by Nintendo. But he, he's in Super Smash Brothers.
2: Yeah, they have a few guest characters. It'll be great if WB could get guest characters.
1: Yeah, I... Goku and Multiverse is when? <laughs>
0: yeah. We can finally settle Goku versus Superman?
1: But yes, but I still want the Mythbusters in.
0: I'm more excited for Goku versus Shaggy. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> they can both go Ultra Instinct yeah, and see who has a better form.
3: Uh,
1: he, he can have a, uh, a Dragon Ball-themed outfit that would fit with his uh, moveset.
2: Uh, honestly, like, Goku would be really good... Also, speaking of uh, Smash clones, the Nickelodeon one, uh, they have shows that premiered on it. Dragon Ball Z Kai appeared on a Nickelodeon station, on Nicktoons, I think it was called.
1: Yes. So he can he can be in the Nicktoons version. Um, Kappa Mikey was a pretty interesting show. I don't know if anybody's here seen it besides me and Josh.
0: Kappa Mikey was so good. It, it was was such a great not anime anime for those of you who don't and didn't watch it uh
2: mikey was about an american in an american cartoon art style won a contest star in japanese show and to show that they're all japanese they're all drawn in anime art style it's basically pretty cool it was
1: funny like uh the whole cast like would do like an anime expression he'd look around and he'd try and do it but he just couldn't do it because he was like an american cartoon
2: yeah it was pretty funny uh my favorite characters on it was probably yes man he, that was his little yes. name? He worked for the he owner was the of the production company? Yeah, he was yeah. the assistant. And literally his entire, like, character was just agreeing with everything the boss
0: did. I don't and, know. I just really liked Captain Mikey because he's our hero. <laughs> yes.
2: Uh, I really liked the episode the, where they decided to turn it into a reality show, but they literally just uh, record, like, every second of their lives, no matter what. Yeah. But,
1: oh, the, uh... The guy who played the bad guy in the TV show that they worked on in the TV show, who actually was a nice guy in the actual show, was played by the same actor who played Goku. Oh, wow. And did you guys ever see that spy show on uh, oh, Nicktoons? I, know. I forgot There's what it's like called. There's like two of them, but there was one where they were all British, and there was one where there was American Family. Did you guys see either? I don't remember the names of either, but did you guys see uh, either one of those?
0: The, I don't think so, but if I heard a name, I might be able to comment more. The American Family one, I think it's called The X's. Yeah, The X's.
1: I you would know the actress who plays the mother if you heard her voice she's in a lot of things but I, I'm forgetting her name uh
2: I w- and
1: there was another one which was british I think there was a team there was dr doctor who was the doctor of the group you know like uh the one of the villains was called professor professor who was sort of yeah. uh, who was a woman but she was sort of like the opposite of dr doctor like the evil version like the mad scientist version uh, uh there was the director who'd get give them their assignment. Yeah. He and, had a
2: different name every episode for yeah. security reasons.
1: Yes. And it was usually like a funny name. Like he'd be like, my name is pull a piece of paper. And he'd sigh and, and like say something like really ridiculous or embarrassing.
2: Like Mr. Poopyhead or something. But something actually like more funny. Yeah. What's more funny than Mr. Poopyhead? Dr.
0: Mr. Poopyhead.
1: Yes. A good Captain Underpants name.
0: Man, those Captain Underpants books were great. Yeah. yeah.
1: Or are we going to talk about Captain Underpants now?
0: I mean, he could be a multiverse. He uh, could. Could he? I hope so, if they do guest characters. Yeah,
1: why not? He'd make a good addition.
3: I mean, Dave Pilkey's still writing, right? Like Dogman or something? Yeah.
1: Yeah. He, he's, yeah, he writes quite a bit, I think. Yeah. Is the Netflix show that was the adaptation of the movie, which was the adaptation of the book, is that still going on?
0: I don't think so. I'm not sure, but I do know I didn't watch the whole movie, but I wanted to check it out for nostalgia, and it did look pretty good. Yeah,
1: it's not bad. It's pretty good, like uh, adaptation of the book. Right. Um, I forget. I saw like clips of the show, and the show itself actually did look good. Like if I was still a kid, I'd totally watch it.
2: Yeah.
1: So now Yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh, and the thing. Thing is, I, I actually just forgot something I wanted to mention. Uh, does anybody saw Supergirl when they had a Robot Superman? I think he was called. I remember Cyborg that Superman? Cyborg Superman. Cyborg Superman, but
1: he wasn't actually like Cyborg Superman from the comics. So to make sure the viewers realize he's Cyborg Superman, they just have him continuously say, "I'm Cyborg Superman."
2: Yeah, that was like, it was like none. It was like funny in a bad way, like because instead of making him a clone of superman he was a clone of martian manhunter or no the hu- he no he was the human that martian manhunter uh based his appearance
0: off of oh, And in kenshaw yeah. so in the comics he was this guy that went into outer space with his crew yeah kind of like mr fantastic was hit by magical space rays just like mr fantastic but instead of giving all four people on the crew superpowers it killed three of them and horribly disfigured Oof. the fourth.
1: Imagine living in like a comic books universe and you get exposed to radiation. It just kills you.
0: <laughs> and so he then was replaced with cybernetics to stay alive and then donned a superman outfit and went around pretending to be superman. he a superman outfit? I think eventually he did.
1: Um, for like, I think it was after superman quote unquote died. Yeah. And they had a bunch of different Superman
0: running around afterwards? There was Cyborg Superman, Superboy, oh, you The mean Eradicator, the actual comic book and Cyborg. John Henry Ironsteel.
2: You mean the actual comic book Superman? Yeah, the comic Spurs. book Cyborg Superman. Okay. Yeah, I
0: thought you were still talking about the CW. No, but... in the CW, they just completely ignored the entire history of him being a pastiche of Reed Richards Yeah, and just kind of did their own thing.
2: Yeah, they also didn't even bother giving him a Superman suit. He
0: just a little bit wore street clothes, I believe. Yeah, yeah but he's cyborg Superman. You yeah. he heard him. But
1: see, the thing with comic book adaptations, it doesn't have to be one for one. Like there are things that are important. Like it'd be weird if like Spider Man didn't have spider powers in a movie. But it needs to have more of a comic book feel, like authentic authenticity to it. The like the Marvel movies, they're not like one for one from the comics. But like uh, the n- new No Way Home, it's like everyone's favorite uh, Spider Man movie now. But it's based off of a storyline from the comics that was not well liked at all. But now it's, like, really good. It has the feel of a comic book movie, and they all do.
0: Or, like, with the uh, Spider Man Into the Spider Verse Miles Morales, completely different character as he was in the comics. But it it's was amazing. so good. It's yeah. amazing. It's yeah. my either favorite or second favorite yeah. Spider-Man movie of all time. I would
2: say both those movies are some of my favorite. Not only like superhero or Spider-Man movies, but movies in general of all time. Like, they're just really good.
0: So,
1: obviously just making Cyborg Superman, just making like a regular guy saying, I'm Cyborg Superman isn't a good adaptation. Yeah. But it doesn't even feel like it at yeah. all. It
2: just The CW, they try too hard to put superheroes into their own style of show that doesn't fit. Like, they make teen dramas, but superheroes aren't really teen dramas i mean technically you can make a superhero movie out anything but they choose properties that just don't really work with it yeah. and then they just do all this weird writing just to do what they want to do without thinking fits or not but
1: should we go back to good adaptations now we can talk about that
0: i would love to talk about oh, that i'm tired of the cw uh-huh. like
1: talking about spider-man we could talk about the spider-man games and oh. how like amazing they are in the writing yeah. and now they're on pc so now yeah
0: People have been
3: modding in different characters that you could play instead of Spider Man. and It gets really silly
0: really fast. I...
1: Oh, I was about to say, I saw Kermit the Frog added in.
0: Oh, I was about to say that. I saw one where you played as Kingpin yes. and every single enemy was Spider Man. So, wow. Cool.
2: Uh, I saw one where they added in uh, Stan Lee, which is very similar to the DLC for the Second Amazing Spider Man game based off the Second Amazing Spider Man movie, where yeah. they actually had mode replay to Stan Lee.
1: That was probably the best, my favorite part about the Amazing Spider-Man game is that you could just run around Stanley And you even got a mission to, like, collect the uh, comic book pages while playing as him. It was, did he say Golden? I, I don't remember if he said Golden, but yeah, he was talking. They they put, like, his acting and his voice and in it. And Excelsior and stuff?
2: That would be great. It was yeah, amazing. Yeah, you did say uh, Excelsior or Excelsior. I don't even know if I'm saying it right. Yeah. I can't speak.
1: But the Spider-Man games are so good. Miles Morales, it was good. I think... People who don't like it, it was, it's probably too, felt too similar to the original, but it was a spin off. It wasn't like a sequel. It was right. like, so you're playing as like a different Spider-Man with like different powers. I did like that. Yeah. Story, I will say wasn't as good as the original. You guys, did you guys play it at all? No, I didn't. Okay. So I can't, there's like, a, mm, I guess they kind of have a twist to it. That's obvious to the audience. Like I called it like pretty early on. But I guess it's not obvious to the character. But I feel like they kind of made it to the... Like, they didn't make it too obvious to the audience to the point where I'm thinking, like... They, I think they might have been trying to hide it from the audience a little bit. But it was very easy to catch. Like, I don't think that they were trying to pull, like, a Winter Soldier... Where they didn't bother trying to, like, make it, like, a twist for the audience. But it was a twist for Captain America, the main character.
2: And, yeah. Honestly, I feel like if you do a twist like that, where it seems... A little, a If you're not sure if it's too obvious or not, just make it obvious to the audience from the beginning. Like purposely obvious.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, but that's what they did in Arkham Knight. Oh, well, don't get me started on that. I could go back and just. Talk
2: Speaking about of that. Batman, I want to talk about the Batman, not the movie, but the animated show that showed up a few years, like a while ago, like yeah. the one that was after Batman the Animated
0: Series. Yeah, That really was bad. like 2004 on yeah. WB. For yeah. those who don't know, it was like
1: Batman could be a multiverses. Yeah, <gasps> it was. Yeah. You think they'll eventually just keep adding a bunch of different versions of Batman? Yeah. I know we're talking about the Batman. Batman probably.
0: Beyond, please. Yeah. yeah, well, honestly,
2: it looks like we're running out of time. So thank you for listening to us. Uh, we appreciate it. I'm Joshua. I'm Nick. I'm Kyle. And I'm Zach. Uh, thank you for listening for 4Fanboys. We'll see you next time.